0: and wisdom to point them to Him. I'm your host, Bethany Kimsey. Hey, welcome back to The Kitchen Table. I am so glad you're here. Today, we are going to be talking about and drilling down into an idea of how do we walk with our teenage girls? Mm -hmm. How do we walk with them when we are wrestling with anxiety, maybe Mm -hmm. our own anxiety, maybe our girls' anxiety? How do we walk with them when we're both probably wrestling out um, pressure from whether it's media, the culture, or just even our own friends? Mm -hmm. How do we walk with our girls in a way that is kingdom-driven and centered in the gospel? Well, today I'm privileged to introduce you to Trudy Lineski. I got to meet her at a podcasting conference, and she is a mom of four girls. I mean, four children, one girl, Mm -hmm. and she has a book that she has written that really speaks to exactly this Mm -hmm. and we'll talk more about her book as we go and you'll find it in the show notes but really quickly Trudy your book's name is Reclaim Her Heart Empowering Moms to Raise Teen Daughters with Kingdom Identity Mm -hmm. and I am so privileged that you're here thank you for
1: coming. Thank you for having me, Bethany. I'm so glad to be here, and I'm so glad that we have this platform together, and that we get to come alongside each other and just encourage yes. those moms. So good.
0: It has been a real eye-opening experience for me as my little girls began mm-hmm. to grow into their teen years. Yes, and um, beginning to understand that this, I think I would have said, uh, or I did probably think, well, I mean. I'm going to tell them they're pretty. They'll believe that they're pretty, for instance. Or I'm going to tell right. them that they're smart, and they'll believe that they're smart. Right. Or I'm going to tell them that they're important to me, and they'll believe that. Mm-hmm. And then I actually had teenage girls. Yes. <laughs> really, even middle school girls. I'll be honest. Mine it right. started. Yes.
1: Much it earlier. Than early. That. Mm-hmm. It starts very early. And it started for my daughter on the soccer field. She was five. When she got her first set of elevator eyes, you know, those eyes that go from head to toe to head to toe that say, "Mm, you're not enough. She was five. Yeah. So yeah, we have to equip these girls to just know who they are, know where their identity is grounded in. And that is from God and God alone. Yes. And it has been
0: for me, my own journey. It has been a, I've had to learn it for myself. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think your story, why would, why did you choose to write this book? It was a burden on my heart. I I would say in 2019, it's so funny how God works. You know, he told me then at She Speaks in 2019 And that is a writer's conference that Lisa Turkhurst, it was a God promise that she would just help equip women to Mm -hmm. get God's word out and begin their own ministry. So it was there that God whispered to me and he said, you know what, Trudy, you're going to write a journal. It's going to be a devotional and a journal, and it's going to be for moms and teen girls. And at that point, I was going through some really difficult times with my daughter Lola mm-hmm. and I can share all the things that have happened just because she's open and honest about it and she shared about it on my podcast as well. Mm-hmm. She was 10 years old and the world told her who she was not. You're not athletic, you're ugly, you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. It was it took her to a very very dark place. Mm-hmm. And I had to come alongside her. Like you said, you know, I had told her she's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's amazing. She's brilliant, but the world had a louder voice than me. And so, you know, COVID happened and then we took a step back and, you know, I know it was hard on a lot of people, but for her, it was a blessing because she got to come out of school and I got to homeschool her. I found counseling. She was suicidal. Mm -hmm. She, she was 10 she's 10. And so I began to look around and, and realize that these girls are searching and they're searching in all the wrong places. Social media highlights Mm. everything, all their imperfections, all the things that they wish they had or were. And if we aren't intentional about how we live our lives as moms, if we don't live out our God-given identity on the daily, mm-hmm. our, our girls are going to be looking to something else. If we're looking to social media, if we're getting lost in the scroll, guess what? They're going to yes. get lost in the scroll too. And so it was there that, that, that burden was like, I have the answer and we have a savior and and I need to help lead guide, and direct these moms and not only the moms, but the teen girls alike, and they can come alongside each other with this devotional and just reclaim, reclaim in the name of Jesus, their identity and who they are. and No longer search for validation That's- and worthiness, you know? Yeah.
0: That's so powerful. Yeah, I mean, I could just sit on that for a second because I think that we, first of all, I mean, your first point, I had a, I have a daughter who has been very open on this podcast with her struggles with, um, all the same things yeah. and it started very young for her too. So
1: mm-hmm. I think there
0: is a myth that mm-hmm. we, oh, this doesn't happen until like they're in high school and it's simply not true. And it happened for my daughter and she didn't have a phone yet even. So yeah, here I am. Yeah. I'm a home and she's a homeschooler, even. So right. she's this homeschooler who mm-hmm. has no phone, right? Who, like all the things that we want right. to blame, like I don't know, yeah. public school or blame phones mm-hmm. or blame right. TV. She didn't consume much TV. And yet right. the the truth is the enemy is after our girls. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. He is, he is, you know, I can say the same thing for my daughter. She, to this day, she's 12 and she still does not have a phone. So the enemy found his way, Mm -hmm. you know, he, he will seek to steal, kill and destroy. And he's, he's doing that. He's trying to take their identity. He's trying to, to thwart any plan that God has over their lives to just try and distract them from their God-given calling.
0: So how did you first understand that your daughter was really struggling? I think that's hard for some moms to, I think it was even hard for me to, mm-hmm. to first realize, oh, this is more than her just, um, muttering, oh, I'm ugly today, which, right. yeah. you know, I, I mean, I hear I have four, I have four girls right. and even my littlest one wants to say it. now I'm much more alert. Now I'm a better mom. Cause I've learned. Right. How did you first begin to go? Oh, we have more here than I thought.
1: Yes. It was those behaviors of just withdrawing. Mm -hmm. She would spend more time in her room. She would sleep more. Her demeanor, it just changed. And and I'm pretty in in tune with my children. I'm not Mm -hmm. perfect by any means, but I can tell when there's a switch Mm -hmm. that's been flipped And so it was there that I was like, "Mm, this is not okay. And something needs to be done. And in that moment, you know, we just had a discussion and we, and we're very, very open in our home. We share everything. There is nothing we don't, (laughs) we don't share. So she was very honest about what had been spoken over her and the hurt that had been put on her. And the principal called me one day and had said that she had written, I just want to die on a piece of paper and that he needed to inform me. Wow. So at that point we went to a Christian counselor who mm-hmm. I tell people I pay her to be my friend. Because she's <laughs> amazing. She's amazing. She points us to scripture. She has equipped me to personally mm-hmm. parent these children and And I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid to say that she's in counseling, but it's for me as well. And yeah, yeah. so those behaviors, those red flags, like sudden loss of weight, um, just trying to be recluse, going to their rooms and spending more time there when they would normally be Mm -hmm. with the family, which is how we how we generally do things where we do everything together. So everyone is in the main living space yes, yeah. in our home. That's where they want to be. So if they're deciding to be on, on their own, then that's a huge red flag for our family. Yeah.
0: You know, I was amazed um, with Abby Grace, our daughter, the uh, power
1: mm-hmm. of
0: words. Yes. Mm-hmm. um, And words spoken. hmm so I talk all the time and I'm consciously parenting saying, I want to speak words of life over my child. Yes. But it really, that comes from understanding the power of words, period. Yes. And we don't really talk about that. Um, in, I don't know that we don't talk about that in Christian concepts that, that what happens is when words are spoken out, and they're mm-hmm. heard by that other person, Right. then in essence, the enemy can use that and repeat it and say it to that child or that person over and over again. Right.
1: right. I think we, as women, if we're honest, we could take a step back and we can, we can unpeel words that have been spoken over us, even yeah. in middle school to this day that still hurt us. And I even talk mm-hmm. about that in my book okay. You know, like those words, even then hurt me, you know, and they still to this day cause insecurity and doubt in myself. So how do we model that for our children? You know, we take captive every thought that doesn't align itself with Christ Jesus, you know, second Corinthians, you know, is this thought, is it true? Is it noble? Is it kind? Is it praiseworthy in the name of Jesus? If it's not, then it's not a God, you know, and it's, right. and it's perhaps even an attack, you know? Yes. So, so how do we realign those thought processes, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's, just, it was yeah.
0: powerful. I mean, we had to, with Abby Grace, um, one of the things we did in counseling and, mm-hmm. um, and have done subsequently is and what she's even learning now, I think in even the deeper level where she, yeah. right now she's actually serving over in Africa for the next six months. And she's been relaying to us what she's learning there Mm -hmm. about going back and applying truth to the actual phrases Mm -hmm. that kind of run in our head. This, the secondary, um, I don't know what you want to call it, like Mm -hmm. conversation and and identifying that and saying, no, this is the truth of God's word, which is exactly what you're saying in second Corinthians. It talks about is saying, no, this is the truth that God says about me,
1: right? And i choosing that over right. this. Absolutely. And, you know, we even in counseling did an exercise where Lola had one of those poster board, foam board things where she drew across and she drew or wrote every single word that had been spoken over her. Mm-hmm. And she took a red marker and she crossed it out. And that was to symbolize that Jesus died on the cross for those words. He'd taken away all of those words. And she wrote what God has spoken, what is true about her. She's set apart. She's chosen. She's fearfully and wonderfully made. She's an image bearer, not a mistake. She, she did. And that was very, very powerful for her because she's a visual person and so, and, and for me, that's even, I, I did it for myself. <laughs> you know, I, I was going to say, I have, I have a list
0: that mm-hmm. I keep in my Bible and it literally is just a list of everything that God declares about me
1: yes. Yes. because
0: I am quick
1: to yes. believe
0: a lie that enters into my thought life. I mean, I'm quick to believe something negative
1: mm-hmm. and I
0: have to go, wait a minute pause, you know, it is a battle and it is something that, you know, the more I have, um, worked with mine and I love this idea that your, your book talks about reclaim Mm -hmm. because it is this active movement or this active thing we need to be doing consistently. Mm -hmm. And then we need to be equipping our girls to do it consistently. It's not a one and done. Mm
1: No, no, it's not a Sunday, Wednesday thing either. No, we are living it on the daily out loud. We are worshiping in our unbelief. We are, we are praising God for what he's done in our lives. And we are holding fast to what is true and rebuking anything that is not. So it's Mm -hmm. very active. You're right, Bethany. It's you're right.
0: What was, I I like to ask this and I'm going to preface it. I will tell you my answer first before you tell me yours. Okay. (laughs) But when you first began to realize that your daughter was struggling, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, when I first began to realize that my daughter was struggling and, and I want to say this, first of all, I had already kind of walked through something with an older daughter, not, not to the same degree, but Mm -hmm. like there had been words spoken over her where she believed certain things about herself that Mm -hmm. probably even today, if we asked her today, she would probably be like, yeah, that still is kind of like a, Touchy subject, you yeah. know, where I'm still a little insecure in that, like mm-hmm. physical things about her and the way God made her body, which is right beautiful. But she believes, you know, and I can still even today, I can, I'll watch her and be like, no, 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 and she's like, I know you're right, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yes, but so I'd walk through some stuff, but not yeah. to the degree that we walked through with Abby Grace. Abby Grace um, really struggled all the way with anxiety and depression, um, suicidal mm-hmm. thoughts, and um, and it, it was a long journey for her mm-hmm. has been. Um, and she, God has given her incredible victory. Inc- yeah. I mean, it's amazing right. to see, mm-hmm. but when I began to first see how much it, she had been impacted for the mom who may have this daughter right now, mm-hmm. I just want to say my first thought, my first belief was I was a failure. Right. I mean, I just thought yes. I let this happen and yeah. I didn't, No, and I didn't protect her, and I Mm. really had to come to a place with the Lord Mm -hmm. where I could, you know, say, God, it this breaks my heart, yeah. But it is like I just wanted to own it all. And I'm just wondering, did you have those thoughts where you wanted to own it? Mm -hmm. And
1: oh, absolutely, absolutely, and we know that's a lie straight from the enemy himself. Yes. And yeah, no. No. It, it you're not a failure and, and and you know I had an issue with another child with with covid where I thought they were okay. I thought they were doing their work. I, things were happening and I had no idea. And basically this kid fell off the face of the earth. He mm-hmm. went from being number 1 in his class to not doing his work. And nobody knew. Nobody knew. We didn't even know. Yeah. It was so hard. And, you know, my husband and I, we probably lost years of our life over it. (laughs) And we blamed ourselves. Yeah. But God is so good in that. He really, really is. And he took us on a journey that was just so beautiful. And now we can stand confident on the promises that he has spoken over my child's life. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to sit in that guilt and shame because we know that God doesn't give us that spirit of condemnation that is not from God. So, you know, God has spoken promises over all of our children for a thousand generations. In fact, so when we lean on that truth and, and we just continue to just put on that armor of God and just battle because it is a battle and it's a battle every single day and don't, yeah, do not listen to the lies of the enemy lies and schemes. Oh gosh. He is not today.
0: No. No. But he is wicked, and you know yeah. I think that for so many it's so confusing. Yes, because yeah. even our culture would say, "Oh, that 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 might be your fault." Right. And to yeah. understand that that is a lie of condemnation, designed right. to make you feel like I can't talk about it. Right. I can't share about right. it. I can't ask somebody to pray with me about this. Yes. Whether it's this topic or mm-hmm. any topic. Exactly.
1: You know, you and-
0: silent. Yeah he does. And that's part of how he layers that shame in there. And yet, and yet, and I love what you said, because I say it to my kids all the time. I'm like, our God is a redeeming God. He redeems it is Mm -hmm. his heartbeat to redeem.
1: So
0: he takes what is not working and Mm -hmm. he makes it work. And he takes what is broken and he heals it. And he takes what is lost and he Mm -hmm. finds it like he is a redeeming God yeah, so this mm-hmm. is just space for him to work and move, yes, amen, girl. yeah, and you know, and I the other truth that Abby Grace and I just began to say, even in the darkest spaces mm-hmm. was just or this concept. I'm like, this is your story, right. Th- this yeah. will be your story yes. of glory of yes. glory for God. yeah for so yes, let's amen. keep walking through mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. yes, and
1: and it's not easy,
0: no. but it is so
1: worth it. It is. It is. And to be able to see how God has moved in their life on their mm-hmm. behalf and the people who come alongside you and pray for, you know, for them, it, it just, it just strengthens their faith. It really does. And it's, yeah, and it stinks. I mean, The cross that our children bear, we never know what's going to come into their life, but our God is so good and he lives within them and he will not let them fail. And he has plans for a future for them. And and when we stand on those promises, oh my goodness, we have an opportunity to just to be a part and to partner with them in their faith journey. Yeah, I love it. I really do because... Um, even
0: in the hard spaces, there is a part of my heart that is like, God, I mean, you're gonna have to show up and show well, out. Like,
1: yes, I can't do this. Can't I'm do out. This. Peace. <laughs>
0: it's too much. This yes. kid is too much. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, but God doesn't disappoint. No, I think the the no. other thing I had to learn in this, and again, it's just for that mom that maybe is in the middle of it and it yeah. feels very dark. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, and it feels very hard, yeah, um I had to learn number one that I personally needed a community of
1: mm-hmm. praying
0: people yes. around me, yes, so right. I had to assemble mm-hmm. you know the warriors who were going to pray
1: absolutely
0: and 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 lay down in front of them. I need you to be praying for this, yeah. and then the second thing when it was just... So dark is just going is is understanding Mm -hmm. that in that place, Mm -hmm. God hasn't left me because for me, that became the battle that I really had to keep returning my focus going, God, you, it's not changing. Like it's, it's, we're doing all the things and it's not changing. And, um, and God going, I am faithful to you. I have not left you.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and the, th- the weird phrase he gave me, I wrote about it once, but it's weird, but it's, I think, cause I was in the car when I was praying and crying with God about it. Yeah. he's like, Bethany, I see around the bends in the road Yeah, and you can't. Right. And so right. you don't know right. what I see. Yes. And so you're just where you are, mm-hmm. but you're going to, you need to trust me. I'm already way up ahead of you. And I know exactly when this is going to feel like you're coming out. Because yes. I felt like I was stuck in for a long time, and and God was faithful in that. But in the middle, when I felt very alone, God kept going, no, 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 it's horrible, yeah. And I need, I know where we're going.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I could not have done it without my prayer warriors. I could not have done it without women who came alongside me and prayed over my children and just you know, they, one friend actually said, Hey, Trudy, go to Psalm 91, go to Psalm 91 and write out Psalm 91 with her name in it, Mm. write her name in it. And Oh my goodness, I will rest in the shadows of the God most high. Like Lola will rest in the shadows of the God most high. You know, it's, you can't do it alone. And God, God will give you a community And Mm -hmm. don't be afraid. Don't let the enemy tell you that you should be ashamed of not knowing Mm -hmm. or, you know, don't let him lie to you. Just reach out to those God girls in your life because he has equipped you and he will. And, and you're right. Like I, at one point God whispered to me, Trudy, she's mine. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. she is, she's yours. God. You have gifted her to me for such a time as this, but she's yours. Yeah. And, and you are all knowing, all loving, and you know, the timeline and I don't, and I have to just lay it out Mm -hmm. and lay it down and let you work because you are working and you know, Exodus 14, 14, I will fight for you. You Mm -hmm. only need to be still. Yeah but in that stillness, put on the armor of God and Mm -hmm. find that community that will rally with you.
0: That's right. Because, you know, we're not designed to do this alone, even. No, no. No, Well, so what were some of the promises that you held to that have anchored you? Could be about this, could be about anything in motherhood.
1: What are some of your favorite promises of God? My favorite promises when we were going through this, the blessing with the song of blessing, um, Carrie Job sings it beautifully. I would just sing it to the top of my lungs and God would meet me there every single time in my unbelief, especially in my unbelief. I'm like, okay, here's my arm. Here's my battle song. Here's my war cry. Like, God you promise for a thousand generations that you are going to love my children and bless them. And so that yes. And, and 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 like I said laying it down and just being like God is within them. You know yes. they they've yes. all accepted Jesus as their savior. There's nothing yeah. the enemy yeah. can do to take that from them. Nothing. Right. So he's there. Regardless, I will walk by faith, not by sight. And my faith says that God is residing in their hearts. And so regardless of whatever goes on or what happens, he's mm-hmm. there. One of the things, like you said about that,
0: about remembering that God lives within our children when mm-hmm. we know our children know him, the thing the Lord has kind of always linked that to in my head is he's like, so Bethany believe mm-hmm. just write it believe for them. Yes. You know, just stand and believe for them. You know, it says in first, isn't it first Corinthians 13, where it says talking about love and Mm -hmm. it says love bears all things. Love believes all things. Right. And when you look at that, believes all things, the indication of that scripturally is that believes all things for like in with a good context. So my first step into an interaction with my child is believing that it is, it is good. Like believing that God is at work, believing yes. that you're, you're listening, believing that you have an ear to hear what the word of God says. Yes. Versus exactly. coming at them with,
1: what are you doing? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and, and that's hard too. That is, <laughs> that is so hard. <laughs> Mama bears is real, but it's yeah, true. just yeah. Believing is, is key and just hold on to the God moments because there are God moments. And when you do that, you are more strengthened in that belief yes, to take yeah. on whatever comes next. So, yeah, yeah. I kept notes. Did yeah, you? I do too. I have a binder. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I have yeah. to,
1: because I yes. can
0: forget. In oh, my, yes. And yes. then the enemy's like, it's the worst. Your life is terrible. Your kids are terrible. Everything's
1: terrible. And I'm nope. like, wait a minute, wait mm-hmm. a minute. No, nope. let me go Actually, back and let me look. Actually, no. Yes. <laughs> no, No, I do. I have a friend who would send me prayers for my children mm. when, when we were in the middle of all of this and I printed them out and that's a part of their binder as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Those God revelations just hold fast to those. That's powerful.
0: So your book is designed for the mom to walk with her daughter. Is yes. that true? Yes.
1: So it's a companion set and yeah, it can be separate if moms want to do it by themselves and their girls might not be willing. Cool. But it is a companion set and you walk day by day, 30 days of same exact topics. There are conversation starters to have with your girl. There's journaling to help you walk through anything that you might be still holding on to. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so you can buy it together separately but just topics that our girls are facing right now, which is a lot, there's a lot of messaging out there that they're getting.
0: That's a powerful way to do it. I know that with my girls, when we have done something concurrently, like we're walking Mm -hmm. in the same thing, Mm -hmm. it almost, um, depending on the personality of my daughters has for some of them, they really want more of a formal, like let's sit down together and work it out. And some of mine have been more like, so did you, what, what'd you think about what you read this morning? Kind of like while we're yeah. washing dishes together. Like it's not formal and it's just casual right. conversation. Tell me what you thought. Yeah. Um, and so if you're doing the same thing, I think that's really powerful because it yeah. just makes that conversation easy.
1: Yes. Yes. And so important too. I think it it's so important to have those meaningful conversations. I think in the busyness of life, we we neglect that. So yeah.
0: Well, I think the meaningful conversations take time mm-hmm. and sometimes, or, and maybe more mental.
1: <laughs> yes. 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 like, You're oh. like
0: I'm going to ask this question and it's going to be like hard to answer. And I'm, we're going to have to like, I'm going to think, you know, and it's 10 o'clock at night because my girls, my kids only like to talk at, for all of you who only have little people just wait because <laughs> right. teenagers only mm-hmm. start talking at 10 o'clock. Yes. I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. And like the big, heavy hitting topics, they reserve to midnight. That's yeah. what mine do.
1: <laughs> mm, yeah. I'd have to agree on that one. Absolutely. We <laughs> were sitting
0: when, um, when our youngest was a baby, I I had a 17 year old and a 15 year old and a 13 year old and a baby. And, oh and, and and so I'm up until midnight in my husband's job, he is um, a physician. And so he goes into round between five and six in the morning. So like he has to, at some point his body does shut down. right? And so it was me, like he would be asleep next to me and they would come in, in the dark at 11, whatever. And they'd be like, mom, mom, I got to talk to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And everything I mean goes, no, the baby's gonna right. be up at three. I need to go to uh-huh. bed. And,
1: and then it would be like, the big topic of
0: oh, yes. something big. For but their that heart. says
1: something for you and your parenting though, mama for them to be like, Hey mom, I got to <laughs> talk to you, you know, instead yeah. of going inward, that says a lot.
0: Yeah. I, and I know that's yeah. hard.
1: That it is, is
0: hard. It's crazy, but yeah, <laughs> but very good. It's always very good. I love hearing their, I love hearing the way that they think and what they mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I think it's important for us to be good listeners. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I've had, to, and, and it's so out. crazy how different they are. You know, you, you have eight and I have yeah. four yeah. and it's like, wow, how, how can you be so different? And your thought process is completely different, but it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and I think I thought, so
0: my birth order is one yes. boy, then three girls and mm-hmm. then two boys. So that's the top end. Mm-hmm. And, um, So the first boy came and he was like, boy, 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 like Mm -hmm. very high energy, loud, like (laughs) male, you know, force. And then we had these three girls who they're, they're very different and they perceive the world very differently, but, um, I don't know. I adjusted to them. And so in my head, I think I thought that my next two boys would be like the first boy because they Mm -hmm. were boys. Right. And it's been very interesting as I've experienced more boys too, that no, they're all different.
1: (laughs) They are. They are. Mine are definitely, my boys are just completely, you know, I have number one, he is just highly intellectual. The, The kid is just, On another level, he's been smarter than me since fifth grade. Probably before that, probably kindergarten, no, but he's just but then you know, boy number two, he's the sports jockey type of guy. And then I got my fourth one. He is he's just so witty, he's like the baby, and everybody thinks he's cute. I know.
0: How does that happen? Yes, how does that happen? We actually we actually have it's not exactly the same personality, but mm-hmm. we kind of have that personality twice because uh-huh. of the way our birth order staggered out. Right. That makes we sense. had this, we had what we thought was our last and it was a boy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I mean, charming, witty, funny, engaging, uh-huh. interactive. Right. Then we ended up having three more kids. Uh-huh. And so now the back end one is another little boy, uh-huh. same things happening. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> You're
1: hilarious! You're I just laugh at that.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what we say all the time. We cannot laugh at that. That <laughs> is not funny. And everybody's like, "No, it's funny."
1: <laughs> no, and I'm like,
0: "I know, but it won't be funny." Like, right? In Older. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's so. It's, you know, um, as we walk through parenting with our kids, it is. It is such an honor. I think I've always, right. you know, God. God chooses us and says, you're the one I want for these children. Yeah. And it's not because we're so great, but it really is because he's like, but you're the one and I'm going to equip you with what you need.
1: And you know what? That was one of the revelations I had when we were going through what we were going through. It's like, why me, God? It's like, yeah, because I chose you, Trudy. Yeah. You're the one.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I love Isaiah forty eleven is probably one of my favorite verses where it just says He gently leads those who have young, mm-hmm. because His heartbeat is gentleness towards us. Yes. Thank
1: goodness. I mean, <laughs> right.
0: That I great. mean, I'm like, thank you, Lord, because woo, if I were you, I might drop kick me into next week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Punt you until whatever.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: I've been stomping yeah. around here with a bad attitude as the mom and I'm upset oh. with everybody having a bad attitude in my house. It's probably good <laughs> for me.
1: Mm. <laughs> Apple tree. Apple
0: yeah.
1: tree. <laughs> <laughs> There's forgiveness in that too, right? <laughs> so much.
0: There's so much. Mm-hmm. But God does, I think, say it's not because you're perfect. It's because mm-hmm. I'm going to equip you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so then when we've walked through these hard and deep waters, yeah. I have watched God, I mean, way mm-hmm. equip my girl. I mean, yeah. Yes. I'm amazed at the work God is doing in her life. Yes. And the byproduct for me is I'm honored to get to be more equipped because yes. I've walked it with her.
1: Absolutely. I wholeheartedly agree. It's just been so beautiful to see God's work in her and the confident girl that she has become because of when she, what she went through. And in fact, at one point she said, Hey mom, like I, I'm, I'm thankful for Satan. I was like, "What? that's crazy <laughs> Lola. And yeah. she said, no mom, like it's because of what he did that I am the person I am now. It helped me to become the God confident girl than I am today, and I was like, "Okay, all right, well, That's <laughs> we'll right. take that." I was like, "How wise is that?" Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know if I could say that as an adult. Like, I am thankful for you saying, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, no," <laughs> but yeah. but it is because of what she went through, and you know, mamas, if if you're personally in the trenches, I know it's hard, um, but. There's a beautiful story at the end and it will be Mm -hmm. to glorify him and it will make you and your child stronger because of it. Yeah.
0: Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I think that more than any of my other kids, I would say that Abby Grace's faith Mm -hmm. is fierce. Yes. Same. Like she has a warrior faith. Yeah. Lola too. Yeah. And, um, and she has learned to fight for Mm -hmm. Gospel truth in her yes. life, and yes, and she's very quick mm-hmm. too to go. No, no, Mm-mm. that is not gospel truth. No, no, right? To you know, she can, and and, yes. and that is an equipping of the Spirit of God in her. Yes, and
1: and that came through the trial. It came through mm-hmm. the fire. Yes, Um, absolutely. And you know what? Lola will seek that out too. You know, like she's mm -hmm. able to call out godly truth, but also to seek it out too. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to seek God first. Yes. Yes, 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 you you are. are. (laughs) Yes, you are. are. Isn't God good? He's so good. good. He is. He is. Well, I am.
0: I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to talk to you. I think that, and I'm praying that for so many mamas here. This has been a, just a drink of, of cool water mm-hmm. when you feel like you're just dry and parched in your motherhood. I mean, yeah. a lot, of, I know that, man, that season just felt really hard. Yes. And I'm excited about your book. I know that for so many moms, it's exactly what they need as they walk with their teenage girls this yeah. summer and going forward.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
0: I, we will definitely have the link in the show notes for the book for yeah. them. But again, it's called "Reclaim Her Heart," empowering moms to raise teen daughters with kingdom identity. Yes, very well done, you. Thank that was you. good. That's a good book. Um, thank you for your time, Trudy. Thank you. Um, we'll also have in the notes where you can find Trudy. I think you will want to follow her on Instagram. I love your page. I love your feed. I you, you have so much truth in your captions, just by the way, just a little, <laughs> by the way, encouragement. Thank you. I love I it. <laughs> so, um, y'all need to go follow her and we'll have all of that in the show notes as well. But, um, for now, if you're a mom who needs to know today that God is on your side and he has not left you, mm-hmm. I pray that you will remember that truth, and you will remember that God is for your child and he is a redeeming God. He has a great plan in mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode of When God Breaks Through. If you're wanting to connect with me and with other moms walking in the same messy moments, head over to BethanyKimsey.com. That's where you'll also find the show notes with any links, as well as more resources you can grab to help you see that when God breaks through. When we see Jesus at work, the fuzzy intersection of real-life mothering and the gospel becomes very clearly defined. We can walk with confidence and purpose. Have a grace-filled day.